Well, good morning, everybody. Um, actually, it's probably evening for us as we're filming this, and we're just kind of getting used to uh, this new normal of uh, you know shelter uh, at home and and dealing with that right now. And I know this isn't the easiest thing for me, and I know for many of you, um, there's some challenges, some frustrations, you know, with life being a little bit different. But hopefully today, as we talk about uh, the second part of Acts 1, there'll be some encouragement in what's happening. And we want you guys to know that we're praying for you guys. We love you guys. And we're excited about what God is doing because last week we talked about God doing a new thing. And today we continue on with that theme. And I like, uh, I'd like to open up in some prayers. So Lord Jesus, we just love you so much. And Lord, we thank you for your faithfulness for your love for us Lord Jesus that we can turn to you in times of, of uh, concern Lord, of, of things going on in the world so Lord we just pray that you would guide us in all of our decisions and all that we're doing Holy Spirit I pray that you would speak to me and through me as we bring your word um, we pray this in your name amen so I want to open up and we're going to be talking about Acts 1 verses 12 through 26 today and last week if you guys remember God was doing something new. Jesus was beginning his ministry. And we talked about the different things that had to take place. Well, this week, we're going to be talking about waiting. Because as you guys know, the disciples, they were told, they were commanded to wait for the Holy Spirit to come. The Holy Spirit that was empowering them to do the ministry that God had for them. So let me read from Acts 1, verses 12 to 26. It says, Then the apostles returned to Jerusalem from the hill called the Mount of Olives, a Sabbath day's walk from the city. When they arrived, they went upstairs to the room when they were staying. Those present were Peter, John, James, and Andrew, Philip and Thomas, Bartholomew and Matthew, James, son of Alphaeus, and Simon the Zealot, and Judas, son of James. They all joined together constantly in prayer along with the women and Mary, the mother of Jesus, and with his brothers. In those days, Peter stood up among believers a group numbering about 120 and said, Brothers and sisters, the scripture had to be fulfilled in which the Holy Spirit spoke long ago through David concerning Judas, who served as a guide for those who arrested Jesus. He was one of our number and shared in our ministry. With the payment he received for his wickedness, Judas bought a field, then he fell headlong. His body burst open and all his intestines spilled out. Everyone in Jerusalem heard about this, so they called that field in their language Al-Kaldama, that is, the field of blood. For said Peter, it is written in the book of Psalms, May his place be deserted, let there be no one to dwell in it, and may another take his place of leadership. Therefore it is necessary to choose one of the men who have been with us the whole time the Lord Jesus was living amongst us. Being from John's baptism, to the time when Jesus was taken up from us. For one of these must become a witness with us of his resurrection. So they nominated two men, Joseph called Barsabbas, also known as Justice, and Matthias. Then they prayed, Lord, you know everyone's heart. Show us which of these two you have chosen to take over this apostolic ministry which Judas left to go where he belongs. Then they cast lots, and the lot fell to Matthias, so he was added to the eleven apostles. So the first thing that we see that's happening here is that the apostles gathered. And just like us today, we want to gather together as Christians, as brothers and sisters, and there's so many reasons that we do this. People gather to celebrate, to 
gather to mourn. We gather to encourage one another. People gather to plan, to support each other. And honestly, sometimes we gather because it makes waiting easier. And as I mentioned earlier, the disciples had to wait for the Holy Spirit to come. Hebrews 10 verses 24 to 25 says, And let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day drawing near. So when we're together, we can stir up passion and excitement for ministry and serving and worshiping God. That's one of the reasons that we gather. And Matthew 18, 20 says, For where two or three are gathered in my name, there am I among them. And this is so important to remember, especially today, as we're all waiting. Right? We're waiting to hear how long we have to be home, how long students won't be able to go to school. We're waiting, and sometimes patiently waiting is difficult. And so it's so important that we gather. We're not able to do that in person, but we are setting up so many different ways for you guys to join us online. So we want you guys to gather. Now, one of the reasons that people gather, besides supporting other, uh, each other, another huge reason they do that is because they wanted to pray. And what we read in Acts is that they were joined together in their prayers. And they prayed constantly. Ephesians 6.18 says, And pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. And just like gathering together, people pray together for a lot of different reasons. People pray together when they're fearful and they don't know what's happening. They pray together when they're confused. People pray together to build up each other's faith and trust in God and His promises that we learn from His Word. And people also gather when they have a need for some answers to questions that they have, just like the apostles when they needed to figure out who that 12th apostle would be to replace Judas. I saw this quote recently from Thomas Kincaid, the Christian artist, and it said this, he said, rather than set aside daily times for prayer, I pray constantly and spontaneously about everything I encounter on a daily basis. When someone shares something with me, I often simply say, let's pray about this right now. And I think that's so important that we're constantly praying about all the things going on because if there is one thing I've come to realize during this season of dealing with the coronavirus is that it is affecting every aspect of our lives. So we need to be praying constantly for one another. The other thing that we read that the apostles did is they cited scripture. Peter cited Psalm 69 verse 25 and Psalm 109 verse 8. That first verse 69 and 25 says, May their place be deserted. Let there be no one to dwell in their tents. And Psalm 109 8 says, May his days be few. May another take his place of leadership. What's happening here is many times the Jews, they would view the Psalms as being 
basically foresight into Jesus. And so they're making reference, not specifically about Jesus, but basically it's what's to come, and that's what's happening here. One commentary explained it this way. Peter references scriptures to show that he had been paying attention during his training under Jesus. And he put the events concerning Judas's betrayal and suicide into biblical perspective by explaining how it was necessary for the scriptures to be fulfilled. And then he reminded the believers that it was also necessary to choose Judas's replacement. And you see, it's so important, especially when we're waiting and as we're waiting, to remember what scripture says. They did it back in the time when the first church started, the New Testament church, and we need to do that today, right? If you're feeling discouraged or if you're wondering what to do, go to the word of God and cite it and remember what God said, his promises, his love, and his hope for all of us. Now the final thing, and I think this is maybe some of the most important, uh, maybe the most important lesson that we get from this, obviously praying, maybe that's the number one, so maybe this is number two. But it's they had to make a decision. They needed someone to fill Judas's place as one of the 12 disciples. This not only ensured that scripture would be fulfilled and that the 12 tribes of Israel would be represented, but there was also some, uh, uh, some, some qualifications. So this also allowed that scripture to be fulfilled, that a place would be, uh, that that void would be filled as well. And so there were some candidates that they needed to look at. And there was a couple of things that uh, qualified them to be possible apostles, possible disciples. First, the candidates needed to be people who were part of Jesus's ministry from the time that Jesus was baptized by John to the time that Jesus, uh, from to his ascension uh, to heaven. And they also needed to be a witness of his resurrection. And that was so important because their witness is what they shared. And so they were testifying to Jesus and the miracles and his life. And that's so important for us today as well, is that our Christian witness, that's how we share God's love and what God is doing in our life. We weren't there when Jesus ascended. We weren't there when Jesus died. But we have experiences in our life that we can encourage other people with. And that is our witness. And it was so important back then, and it's so important today. And then from those qualifications, two men, again, Joseph called Barsabbas, also known as Justice, and Matthias. These were the two individuals that were nominated for this position. And then we're told that they prayed. And this is so important because as we read in Acts, we see that Jesus knows people's hearts. So even though we have all these criteria for people, ultimately it's God that's gonna help to direct our decision because he knows people's heart condition and that's the most important thing. And they ended up deciding through casting lots. And I know if you guys have ever read this, you've wondered, that just seems like such a strange way to make a decision. But when you look at the Jews and what they did in the time of the Old Testament and then also the New Testament before the Holy Spirit came, they would cast lots because they believed that was how they would know God's will and so they weren't doing this haphazardly it wasn't a game this is how they believed 
God would tell them what to do. They cast lots. And we see this in Proverbs 16.33. It says, The lot is cast into the lap, but its every decision is from the Lord. But as we know today, and after Jesus ascended, the Holy Spirit came down. And that's the other thing that that we'll be talking about in Acts is the arrival of the Holy Spirit. So now we don't have to cast lots while we're making decisions. We pray and the Holy Spirit guides us with what decision to make. And so as we close up here, I want you guys to be thinking about the lessons that we learned as the apostles were waiting. The one, we need to gather, we need to support each other. And even if we can't do it again in person, we can do it online, we can do it over the phone, we can do it through text, we can support each other and pray for one another as well. And we have to be praying, we need to be a people of prayer. We should be praying all the time about everything. Again, there are so many needs, so many concerns that people have, and prayer is the way that we communicate with God about what's on our heart. And then finally, we have to make some decisions and I think during this time we have a decision to say I want to spend some of my free time at home working from home focused on God I want to make the decision that I'm not going to panic I'm not going to worry I'm going to trust God and I'm also going to make the decision to support other people so I want to encourage you guys as you guys are going to have maybe a week maybe weeks at home of our church and those friends and family, Lord, that we're concerned about, Lord, we pray for them. Lord Jesus, we're submitting this time to you. Holy Spirit, we pray that you would guide our thoughts, our minds, and our actions. We pray this all in your name. We love you guys, and we'll see you soon. God bless.